Welcome to the AWS Rethink Podcast, here to help you rethink your strategy in the cloud. I'm your host, Nolan Chen. And I'm your host, Malini Chatterjee. They say data is the new oil. If that's true, then how do you extract value from it? Today, we are here to learn about data monetization. What is it? Why is it likely the most valuable asset your organization owns? And how it can help you generate new revenue for your organization? To help us learn these, our guests today are Priyanka and Robert, AWS Solution Architects. Welcome, both of you. Yes, welcome, Robert and Priyanka. Uh, Before we dive in, can can you first talk about your roles at AWS, uh, what you do here, and what you did prior to AWS? Sure. Uh, thanks, Benili, and thanks, Nolan, for having us here today. Hi, everyone listening in. Uh, my name is Robert, and I currently work as an AWS as a Senior Database Specialist Solutions Architect with a focus on RDS, Aurora, and the Database Migration Services. I've been with AWS for over six years now. I've helped customers from various industries, including enterprise and SMB, migrate their databases to AWS while also providing guidance on performance and best practices. So thanks for having me, and I'll hand it over to Priyanka. Hey, thanks, Rob. So firstly, I would like to thank you, Malady and Nolan, for having me here today. I am a senior solutions architect at AWS, specializing in the commercial sector. Uh, so in this role, I collaborate closely with customers, account managers, business development teams, and product experts to design scalable and adaptable robust architectures. And these architectures not only address our customers' business challenges, but also facilitate the adoption of new AWS services. So I have been with AWS for a year now. But before joining AWS, I accumulated nearly 15 years of experience as a data engineer and data architect, where I worked with you know diverse range of organizations across various industries like telecom, mortgage, finance, and so on. And mostly, my role here was uh, you know modernizing either the existing architectures or creating new ones from ground up. So yeah, that's about me. Welcome, Robert and Priyanka. So let's get started with you, Priyanka. Can you tell our listeners today what is data monetization and why should customers do data monetization? Sure. I will first begin with defining data monetization in simple terms. So data monetization refers to the process of converting data into valuable assets, which can then be sold to or used to generate further revenue. So to make it more clear, I will give an example of a retail store that offers a loyalty program to its customers. So through this program, customers like you and me, we earn points for every purchase that we make, and then we redeem these points later on for discounts or free products. So you might think, um, why did the retail store, what did the retail store gain through this loyalty program and why did they do this? So certainly retail store, the retail store acquired a diverse range of data through this loyalty program. So like purchase history, spending patterns, demographic information like age, gender, location, and also some behavioral insights on which days and times like you and me go to shop, whether we uh, prefer to shop online or in store and things like that. Thanks. So 
now that Retours, I mean, the example you gave is retail store. Once they have all that data, how exactly do they monetize it? Right. So we just talked about, you know, how the retail company has gathered a lot of data from the loyalty program. So now let's discuss a few ways as how they can monetize this data. I'm sure we have all seen like personal, personalized recommendations, right? Uh, have you ever wondered how does this happen? So personalized recommendations are based on our purchase history and preferences, which potentially can increase the sales of the company. Then let's think about targeted marketing as another way. So this, the store that has gathered and analyzed all the purchase history and demographic information what they can do is like they can create precise marketing campaigns. And they can also sell these insights to businesses who can seek to advertise to specific demographics from now on. Another could be product development. So by studying the spending patterns and purchase history, the store can identify product trends and demand. This information can also be shared with suppliers or used to develop their own branded products. So nowadays, you know, some customers or brands may want to know their customer insights. So the brand selling products in the stores may pay for these insights to learn about their product performance, customer demographics, and competitive positioning. So you see with this example, you can see how a company can create new lines of businesses using the trail of data attached to each and every online activity and device. So data can be used for transactional, informational, and analytical purposes. So one thing what I see is like, you know, that in, in that data is growing ubiquity is transforming the ways organizations can use to make, it, make money from it. Thanks, Priyanka. I mean, you just listed some good examples of how retail uh, stores can use data to better serve their customers and improve their business. But what about other industries? Can you uh, give some examples of how uh, data can be monetized in other industries outside of retail? Yeah, sure. So um, there are mostly, you know, many organizations who are already taking advantage of the data monetization process. So let's take um, the ride sharing app companies, uh, how they optimize their driver supply and demand and how it results in more efficient and cost-effective operations. Then we have professional social network companies, and the, they have premium subscription services which provide users with access to enhanced features and other analytical tools. Another example could be of uh, health and fitness companies who now partner with insurance companies, providing them with access to user data to inform you know, more insurance policies and premiums and things like that. Wow, so just about any company that collects data can now has the opportunity to monetize it. Thanks, Priyanka. Now for the next question, what can be some of the best practices that customers can follow for data monetization? Sure. So, you know, before we discuss the best practices or, or how to effectively navigate this process, it is essential that an organization uses the data monetization strategy that fits their product strategy and technology stack. So I would say there are a few basic things to keep in mind before you get started. And the first thing would be like an organization should evaluate the readiness of their product and how these products can effectively utilize data-driven functionalities. 
Following this, it is very crucial to consider the customer's viewpoint and gather metrics that can anticipate customers' interaction with the features that will be monetized through the data. Most importantly, always value the data and understand you know, what is the data privacy regulations in your country or the area where you're operating in before determining a monetization strategy. Okay, you just listed some best practices. Let's say a company is convinced that they need to monetize their data and they're sitting on top of data. Uh, what's a rule of thumb they should keep in mind just, just to get started? Sure. So if you had to have a rule of thumb, I would say, you know, you should keep your initial analysis simple with systems and processes that integrate very easily with the product that you have in hand. And what this does is that it allows you or your organization to gain customer feedback and then understand the direction the data monetization project will go. For example, you know, you can begin backwards by asking some questions like, what is the minimum data requirement to build a solution? Does the current data that I have, is it sufficient to build an MVP? If not, then should we integrate new data experiences and involve our customers to collect the necessary data? So although, you know, navigating not only through the initial process of data discovery, but also through the implementation of data monetization strategy is very complicated, it's very rewarding at the end. Thanks, Priyanka. So you did list a good, you know, rule of thumb for the companies who are ready to get started with data monetization. Now, over to you, Rob. What would you highlight are those important steps in order to monetize the data? Hey there, Malini. Great question. Let's dive into the world of data monetization step by step with some real life examples to help make it more relatable. So picture this, you're the brain behind a popular fitness app. It's got millions of users tracking their workouts, everything from what exercises are doing to how long and what they're doing them and what exercises are doing so that's a gold mine of data right there so first and foremost one of the steps i'd identify is the data value and the use cases so you realize that your data is like a treasure trove for fitness equipment makers health insurance companies and local gyms they're reaching to get their hands on get hands on that data to better understand their potential customers the next step would be data privacy and compliance so of course you want to be a good data steward you make sure your data collection follows all the privacy rules like GDPR, and you get users' consent to use their data for these money-making purposes. From there, we need to show a value proposition. You start packaging your data into neat bundles that shows trends, user preferences, and workout habits. This is like showing these companies how they can use your data to make their pro products and services even better. Lastly, um, pricing and distribution. So this is the time to make some money. You offer subscription-based access to your data for equipment makers, uh, health insurance companies, uh, local gyms can get in the action through licensing agreements. So these are kind of like uh, some of the higher level kind of um, steps for data monetization. Some may prove a bit more, um, you know, will, tailored to your use case and have greater importance but this is kind of using a real life example and how these steps kind of contribute towards that okay these these sound like steps that most companies can use 
But one thing I want to bring up now is um, generative AI. Uh, if you follow news, you probably know it's being talked about lately. Can you comment on how, whether or how we can monetize, companies can use generative AI to monetize their data? Sure, Nolan, absolutely. So today you can monetize uh, generative AI and it can tie in with uh, the concept of data monetization quite effectively. So let me share what are some of the most important high level steps on how it's broken down of how you can do it. So firstly, uh, we identified the value of generative AI. So generative AI today, it's a super cool technology that can create all sorts of content from text to images and even uh, music, for example. The first step is to understand the value in this technology. What kind of content can it generate that would be useful to businesses or individuals? We need to identify like how data generation and how we collect that. So GenAI thrives on data. So to make it work, you need to feed it tons of information. This is where data collection comes into play. So you gather vast data sets like text, images, or anything relevant to your AI, uh, your AI's purpose. We need to start training your Gen AI uh, model then. So now you let your Gen AI learn from all that data. You need to start teaching it, understanding the patterns, the styles, and structures. The the better, the, the better, the more you feed it, the better it learns, the more valuable it becomes then as a result of that. So we need to identify these use cases. Think about how people or businesses could use the content generated by your AI. Maybe it's creating personalized marketing materials, generating art, or even helping writers with inspiration. These are potential use cases. So the, the journey doesn't stop there with Gen AI. We need the continuous improvement. So AI is not static. So you need to keep training and fine tuning it. The better it gets, the more valuable it becomes and the more you can charge for it. So this is kind of a, a, a kind of repeated uh, continuous improvement uh, kind of pattern you can expect to see. Uh, and so there you, you have it in a high level. You can absolutely monetize generative AI by creating value through content generation and packaging in ways that businesses or individuals are willing to pay for. Just remember, like in data monetization, ethics and compliance are key to maintaining trust and long-term success. Well, thanks, Robert, and thanks, Priyanka. I think you've given a good overview of how all kinds of companies now can monetize their data that's in the cloud. And that's all the time we have today. So thank you. I think you've definitely helped our customers rethink their data monetization strategy in the cloud. Uh, thank you for having us. Thanks, Owen. Thanks, Lily. Thanks so much for having us. We also want to thank our listeners for joining us today. Please send us your feedback by emailing us at rethinkpodcast at amazon.com. Thank you. Until next time.